you're listening to the Smoke Meat Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Pittman. Uh, Smoke Meat is brought to you by Joe's Underground at the corner of 8th and Broad in Augusta, Georgia in the bottom of Lamar Building. I love going to Joe's. It's a great place. Jeremy and the gang make you feel like family every time you go there. Oh, man, they just know how to treat people. You go in there, you make some new friends, you meet some old ones, you just have a drink, have a good time. Remember, I goes to Joe's and so should you. That's Joe's Underground, the corner of 8th and Broad in Augusta, Georgia, in the bottom of the Lamar Building. Hey, we're also sponsored by WW Restaurant Equipment in Thompson, Georgia, at 1894 Moose Club Road. Uh, that's right, you can give Blake Harrison a call at 706-595-9511 for all your restaurant needs. And it doesn't just have to be for a restaurant, man. I cook here at home and I have all kind of great stuff here at the house. I've got the stainless tables, I've got a grinder, you name it, I've got it from him. Uh, he's a great guy, I've known him for over 40 years and he'll treat you right. So go on down there and check him out. That's Blake Harrison at WW Restaurant Equipment in Thompson, Georgia at 1894 Moose Club Road. Or give him a call, 706-595-9511. We're also sponsored by the Four Points Trading Company. Oh man, Four Points makes the greatest soy candles. I've never been a candle guy until I found these. And before they were a sponsor, I was buying them because they're so great, man. They've got all kind of good scents. They've got what I call man scents. Bacon, barbecue, whiskey. What more could you ask for? Well, they just sent me a big box of their holiday scents and they delivered, let me tell you. Right now I'm down here with blue spruce and snickerdoodles burning in the studio here and man, it smells great. So check them out. Four Points Trading Company at fourpointstradingco.com and use promo code SMOKEDMEAT and you'll get 10% off. Today my guest is Mr. Billy Hess, photographer extraordinaire. Man, Billy has been a concert photographer for so long and he's, he's just taking pictures of so many great things and so many awesome people. We had a ball talking, and you're going to have a ball listening, I guarantee. So today, go on ahead and kick back. Go on ahead and relax. Enjoy. Me and Billy Hess on Smoked Meat. Hey, so how the hell are you today, Billy? Doing good, doing good, and can't wait for this uh, epidemic to end, but uh, taking it day by day. Oh, I feel your pain, man. I feel your pain. You know, I spent the first two months of it down here in my studio and uh, because I didn't want my wife and kids to get sick if I got exposed at work. And now I'm back in the studio because I was exposed to somebody. And uh, But I'm coming out tonight. I'm getting out of the studio, and it's a wonderful thing. I love my studio, but I'm tired of it. <laughs> we were locked up for three months in the house, and all we did was decide what we're going to cook, what we're going to drink. And we all gained like 25 pounds. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because oh I, I had to, some say the best of both worlds and the worst of both worlds. I got to work. I never missed a check during this thing. But at the same time, when I wasn't working, I'm locked up. So yeah. kind of like I was on furlough from jail. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I have a friend of mine who, uh, a, a doctor friend of mine who really, he worked in the hospitals and he, he really took a toll on him. Yeah. You know, have people dying six an hour at the time in New York and we had like a thousand a day. And he's, you know, he's a friend of mine. He said, Bill, I just went to the car and had a drink. I was just 
you know, he, you know, he's got PSD from it. You know, it was just yeah. tough. with New York was yeah. unbelievable bad. I mean, Stu, it, you know, the governor got it down to one percent, but now in some areas in in Brooklyn and Queens, it's coming really bad yeah. again. So they're going to close that part down. And as long as they don't, and Manhattan looks like, you know, the city doesn't sleep. It's asleep. You know, you see so many things boarded up, so many people, bars and restaurants going out of business. It's, you know, one more closed down. I think New York is going to take years to recover. Man, I hate that. But after 9-11, you never know. Though you know, we're New York strong, so, you know, we build up and come back. But, you know, it's going to be tough. Yeah, I was going to say, New New Yorkers are tougher than a 50-cent steak, man. Y'all will bake it. Nope. You know, when something happens in New York, it's like people band together, you know, like even 9-11, when 9-11 came, it was crime went down, everybody stuck together, you know, we stick together when when, it, when the time comes, you know, there was no crime, there's no fighting, there's no racism, there wasn't anything, everybody was one, you know, New York's strong, you know. Yeah. I'm proud of New Yorkers, but this one's a real tough one for everybody. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm just ready for it to be over. And, you know, I don't think life will ever get back to normal, but in, in some ways, I don't think it's a bad thing. You know, I, I, one yeah. thing that it's done is brought people closer together. So, yeah, and to clean the environment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one thing I don't like is not as many people are commuting to work, so not as many people listen to the podcasts. So well, we need to get that changed. <laughs> well, you definitely got it. People want to listen to their home. They got to listen. When everybody was quarantined, everybody was, everything's on podcast now you, you know even the live shows and uh you know you know people just trying to get some normalcy you know yeah yeah and, and i miss shooting pictures that's what i miss the most i oh. miss that excitement yeah. i'll never complain again that i'm overworked because <laughs> yeah. you know I, I was looking at a lot of your stuff you know i looked on the website and i, I looked all over the place and looked at a bunch of your stuff and you know one thing that i noticed is you know a lot of photographers they go for, okay, this is going to be the best picture. This is the best aesthetic. You go for, this is the feeling right now. That's what I get. You get the get feeling. What's that again? You, you go for what the feeling is right then in that picture, and it works. Yes, I, I do. It, it comes through. It right. I, I, call, I call that in the soul of the image. You know, like when I shoot a picture, I don't want people to see a picture. I want to feel it. And uh, especially when... That's why I love doing um, live concerts because when I was younger, I used to sing. I used to do rockabilly shows. I was a big rockabilly guy, and and uh, I used to do Elvis Presley and all that stuff. So I really love music. So when you go take a picture of a concert, you got a lot of challenges. Number one, you got the lighting that changes every second depending mm-hmm. on who show, you know. And then uh, when you when you're watching the artist sing a song, you're trying to portray, you know, what he's singing and get into the soul of the image, you know, it's, that's what I try to do, you know, yeah. and get that feeling of what, the, and you know, that's what I, that's, that's what I do. And I, and that's what I, my goal. And you have seconds to do it sometimes, you know, and there's times you'll miss it. You go, ah. And sometimes you go, yes, home run, you know, we call yeah. them the money shots, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, One thing I don't like is red carpets though. I do not like red carpets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's no feeling. It's the den those. of wolves. It's the den of wolves. Yeah. You get so many nowadays, you get so many photographers on it. Some of them are amateurs and they don't know, you know, photo etiquette, you know, like how to handle a, 
you know, if you if you're working with when you're doing a list, it's pretty much you know they really do their background on a photographer, so you know, as the person's walking down the red carpet, every photographer's making sure everybody gets their shot and being cordial, you know. Yeah. But yeah. you get an amateur in there, they're putting your elbows up, they're getting in your light, so I don't really like it too much, you know. But uh, stage, I definitely like to do. Oh yeah, definitely. I think my favorite concert picture of of all time is actually not live. It's actually a staged picture. Was the gatefold of um, Kiss Alive too? It was. What was it again? I'm sorry. The, the middle, the centerfold of Kiss Alive too. Oh, oh man, okay. That, that is phenomenal. But I, I was listening to Paul Stanley the other day, and he said that that was actually done before the show, where they set everything off at once instead of just when it's supposed to be during the show just to kind of get that feeling and that is just oh man i met kiss when they no one saw him without their makeup i recorded in the uh, studio in westchester county new york here and uh uh they were friends with this uh piano player called joe renda mm -hmm. he did a hit once in the i think it was the 80s it was what's the 80s called eugene and he and the song is like, my name is Eugene. <laughs> you know, it's like a one-hit wonder. Uh -huh. And then I was a young kid in there doing a, uh, 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 doing an Elvis Presley song, almost like uh, end of the 70s type of rock, when, you know, that type when disco, because I hate disco, but it started <laughs> to change, and Donna Summer was doing a little more rock music. Yeah. So it was like that. And then uh, as... The other flip side was a good rockin' tonight, you know? Oh, yeah. And uh, he loved it. And he goes, I want to play piano on that. He goes, have someone give me a case of beer. You know, Joe Rendell was a you know, great piano player. Yeah. And he was on my record, you know? And, you know, and he, nice. he you know, we've got two hours of studio. He gave us, like, four hours. He had so much fun, you know? Very cool. And, uh, but he's friends with Kiss. And actually, uh, they used to come to... Uh, to my shows, you know, they used to, uh, some of them used to come to my show. Oh man. And, you know, when I do benefits, I did a couple of benefits, uh, for cancer for some kid that was dying of cancer, the poor kid. And, uh, we did a show together and then they used to come to my studio and we used to do Elvis Presley songs, <laughs> kiss way. So <laughs> we had some fun in those days. Oh man. My I good, my piano, my, my keyboard player was good friends with one of the, the bass player. Yeah. And, uh, he wrote the book actually kiss and tell so they hate him now <laughs> <laughs> yeah the the first album he wrote I the ever book bought, kiss and tell huh the, the first album i ever bought with my own money was dynasty when it came out i was you i know. think eight years old <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah all my other friends are buying and paul stanley's uh, son is a friend of ours too he actually modeled in a couple of fashion shows for mark yellow so i think you're going to be having on your shelves in the celebrities celebrity oh. uh stylist we own the uh salon together in manhattan mm -hmm. you see that's one thing i hate you know when, once fun. all this is over i'm gonna travel i'm coming to new york because i want to meet the people oh you're I gonna love to. it love to have you here and and there's nothing to do with my hair because i have none my, my hair is <laughs> like a quarter inch long i keep it that short and on top it's just gone i've, I've turned into george costanza I used to have a big old pump in my younger days. Now I got the spike thing going. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember, you remember the curly mullet? Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Mine was natural. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, when, when I had it cut off, the, the lady that cut it just started crying. She said, people pay me 75 bucks to do this. I said, well, save it and give it to them. <laughs> the sax player, uh, Scott Page from Pink Floyd. I don't know if you had it in mind. I love Scott. Yes. Scott, you ever see his mullet in his day? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Epic. He had it like all the way down to his back. Oh, yeah. What a great, fun guy. I oh, go to L.A. a lot of times shooting this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I love Scott. And, you know, one time we were at the NAMM. You know the NAMM convention? It's yeah. a big music convention. Yeah. So we're at the NAMM convention, and we're with Eileen, and we're, we're like, we're kind of like, we don't know who's who of anybody, like even celebrities. I guess that's why we get along with them, because we're not, like, starstruck enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we bump into someone, and I'm saying, Eileen, who is that? He looks familiar. And then he's like, and then Scott's kind of guy, you know, we're talking to people. Then he'll say, oh, that's easy top. That's this. Like, you're going to tell us now? I mean, he's interviewing these people. So anyhow, we bump into this guy, and it was Stevie Wonder. <laughs> and I should have realized when we bumped through him, he goes, oh, oh, he goes, oh I'm so sorry. And, he, and I should have realized, you know, how he moves his head. And it was Stevie yeah. Wonder. And I love Stevie Wonder. But, but you're at that place. You don't even think of it. You know, you just meet so many people, you know? Yeah. Yeah, did but he, we did, laugh about it the whole time. Did they have NAM this year? I can't remember. No, if they did or not. canceled. I, I hate that. I hate that because yeah, that they, would have that's like crowded. I think yeah, they had to cancel that. That was something. Yeah, because there's so yeah. like, so but that was so a lot many, of work because we were at so many shows we had to do so many radio shows and and then we would get invited to so many after parties and you know I mean like. We're so tight, especially shooting, you know. It's like people don't realize how physical it is, too, you know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And we, we just wanted to go home, eat, and, like, sleep, because then we have to be up at 8 shooting somebody at a radio show or shooting a concert here. And it, was, it was a lot of work, but it was really fun and exciting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when... Well, that my bottle of Jack, I'm happy. Hey, I tell you, I understand. <laughs> I understand the the sponsor I got. They've actually got a candle that smells like whiskey, and it does smell like whiskey. Really? Yes, I, I like that one, and I like the firewood one in, down here in the studio, and it smells like I'm outside by a fire pit drinking. Oh, and, that's nice. Oh, dude, this company is amazing. I was I'm not a candle guy, and this these folks. I'm a big candle guy. You got to definitely email me that. I love the different smells of stuff. Oh, I like I, all that stuff. I definitely will. I mean, hell, they sent me one today, one that smells like oil and one that smells like gasoline. When you light them, it smells like a shop. It's, oh, wow. It's amazing. But they sent one that smells yeah, like we, Fruit Loops. Holy shit. Oh, that one's a great. Like, that's like aromatherapy. Like, that's a big thing where, you know. Yeah. Like different smells give you different feelings and I like that stuff. Yeah. Well, the way that the company started was the, um, the one of the owner's daughters asked her about her mom or something and she mm -hmm. couldn't remember. And she got to thinking about it. You know, the smells bring back memories. And she talked to her husband who did this kind of stuff and they started a company making specific smells and bringing, helping bring back memories and it's just kind of snowballed and it's really cool it's like when i go into an italian deli my grandpa was right off the boat italian mm -hmm. and um going in he used to make his own wine and make his own sausage and that smell going into his house it's like when i go around christmas time getting like italian meats and stuff i that smell reminds me when i was younger when my mother used to walk me down to his house and then he'd have the homemade wine and mm -hmm. give me a sip 
And my mother would say, "No, he's too young. No, he's a, you know, oh, you know, you know, half broken Italian. He's fine." I remember like being like buzzed all the way home, <laughs> walking to his house. Oh, you, you would, it smells the can you remember? You would love this place, man. I I just um actually smoked a twenty five pound brisket today. But, Ooh, I yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I, I could do some southern cooking. When you come to New York, I'm gonna ask Eileen Shapiro about my cooking. The, the oh, PR man. queen. She knows I can cook. Oh, man. I can cook anything for you. But yeah, I do my own sausages. I do pepperoni and Italian sausage. Oh, wow. Yep. And you I've do got, Venice pepperoni? I do. I mean, deer? Yeah. Oh, that's the best. Oh, I've got a deer pastrami that is, oh, it's amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like to cook deer. I love it. I love the back strap on the back. Oh, oh yeah. It's roast that. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a wonderful thing. I always believe she eat what you shoot. I'm a big guy, eat what you shoot. You Ex- know? Exactly. You know, when I when I shoot one, I use everything possible on there. I even I've, really? I've actually smoked the heart and pickled the heart. In both ways is amazing. Oh wow. Yeah. We gotta do a big barbecue, maybe roast a pig or something. Oh yeah. down in New York. Oh yeah. Hey, I get up to New York, we'll do it, or you get down here to Atlanta, man, we'll do it. And we gotta get some, we get some moonshine up here too. We happen to have that <laughs> down here. <laughs> oh yeah, we got some moonshine. <laughs> oh yeah, this sounds like we're gonna, we're gonna have a lot of fun when we meet. That's for sure. Oh yeah, we're gonna have a good time. Oh we're yeah, have a real good time. Yeah, but I, I'm just it's looking so forward to meeting everybody that I'm doing these shows with because I've talked to some amazing people and I tell everyone I don't do interviews. I make friends. Mm-hmm. And that's, mm-hmm. that's what I feel like I do because I still talk to a lot of people that I've interviewed, you know, fairly regularly. Oh, that's awesome. And, you know, it's just, to me, you know, like Fred said, you know, I was telling you a while ago when I interviewed Fred Schneider, he said, you know, that's history. You know, to mm-hmm. me, you know, I do some of the fanboy stuff because you've got to. But at the same mm-hmm. time, once I'm done with that, I like to, for people to actually get to know you because they're invested in you then. And they mm-hmm. want to see what you're doing. And to me, that's great. Yeah, Fred's a good friend of mine. And I tell you, he's, he's an amazing guy. He's so funny. Yeah. So funny. And he's a, he's a great guy. And he's got, and when you, when you talk to him, he just says it like it is. You know what I love about him? Yeah, you know, you know exactly he, where you stand. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're lucky to interview him because he doesn't really do that many. He's doing more now with, I mean, you know, he's a very shy guy. He's very, people don't realize that. Like on stage, he's very uh, shy, but he, once he touches that mic, you know, he transforms into Fred, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And he, had, I remember, uh, I remember I was in um, Vegas when B-52s were doing Mandalay Bay. And they're like, the, to me, they're the best party band around, you know? And uh, uh, I was with my friend there and, and we are dancing and funny, it was two girls from Atlanta, Southern Bells from Atlanta. <laughs> we danced, our, I don't know, three hours dancing with B-52s. All I remember is the next day, my cousins go, you guys going out? We were like, <laughs> no. We were like in the jacuzzi and going to the spa all day because we couldn't even walk after dancing. <laughs> Some girls from Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, we had such a blast. Oh, such yeah. a blast. Nothing like Southern girls. Yep. I've been, oh my God. I've been married to one they for were, 21 years now. God bless. They were 
we had the best time ever. It was a, it was, it was a lot of fun. Oh yeah. yeah, a lot of fun. Then we meet Fred later on. We hung out, you know. Yeah, and anyone so, that can listen, well, it was a lot. Anyone that can listen to the B fifty twos and not have fun while they're doing it, something's wrong with them. Oh yeah, they are amazing. They're amazing dance band. It's so much fun, you know. And they still have it, you know. They just never lost it, you know. Yeah. yeah. And I have a special need son. I have a special need son, and uh, he loves the B fifty twos. And the first time I called Fred, he was like, he said, "Sure, bring them." And then he met him backstage, and all, and and Cindy, who the the singer Cindy, mm-hmm. and she came down to meet him with the flu and everything. She still wanted to meet. They were so so nice to him, you know. Never forget how nice they were to my son. They were a great bunch of, great, great bunch of people. That's a wonderful thing. I, I love people like that, you know, because you get a lot of celebrities. I mean, people in general who can be assholes. And, oh uh, yes, a lot of divas. Yeah, and I, mm-hmm. I love people who, you know, understand. Okay, yeah, I'm famous because I can sing. Okay, yeehaw, I'm still a person, and they let that mm-hmm. show through, and they understand that the fans are what makes them. And that mm-hmm. makes me feel so good about him. You know, I, you know, I used to be in Augusta when I was in Augusta. We had a kid who had been burned, but he was a huge wrestling fan, and he was in the burn center there. And wrestling was coming to Augusta, and mm-hmm. we arranged it where we could take our ambulance while we were off duty. We took him to the civic center backstage, and he got oh. to meet everybody. And the biggest heels in the business were coming over to him and just being teddy bears, and it was so awesome. Isn't that a great thing? That yeah. is a great thing. Yeah. You know, it's great. Yeah. But then you get some that are not like that. But even though, like, when, you, when you're when you shooting pictures of celebrities or whatever, you know, you have to go with the flow, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, you got to go with the divas. You know, I've shot Madonna. I've shot that diva. I've shot a few. I'm like, <laughs> it's yeah. like, some of you go out there and you say, oh, what an asshole. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do, you know. Yep. And, uh, you know, but most of them, I have to say that most of the people we met were really nice, you know. And then that depends on on you, too, you know. You have to know, you know, they have to trust you, you know, not to have a camera and shoot a bad picture, you know. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. I shot uh, Boy George one time, I was actually shooting the B-52 from Boy George and Culture Club was in there and the photographer didn't show up. So the manager... The road manager went to Eileen. Who's your friend there? Can you shoot these pictures? Blah, blah. I said, okay. Yeah, boy George, sure. Because no one could shoot boy George. It would be like, you can't even have a camera out. So I shot it. And then he introduced me to his manager, PK. And his wife is in, I think, LA Housewives or something. So I don't don't watch that stuff. So it's like, you know PK? I said, no, not really. (laughs) I guess we got along great. So he told me, okay, here's how George likes to be shot, blah, blah, blah. Take all the time you want, blah, 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 blah. Brought him backstage. He goes, oh, you nailed it, you know. And uh, and he paid me well, and he didn't have to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I would have done what George for free, you know. Yeah. And that's, that's always a bonus. Yeah, and you, and you know, real nice and fair. Yeah. You get someone like Beyonce who wants credit for all your photos, you know. Yeah. And um, when she was in New York, she... Was her contract was so strict that all the Rolling Stone photographers didn't show up, so she never did that again, you know. Yeah. Because sometimes you shoot pictures, you know, you can. They don't want you to use them for shirts and stuff like that and making money, which is, of course, you know, that's understandable. 
But later, later down the line, 10 years from now, five years, you might want to do a coffee table book, you know? you got to yeah. be able to do that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And the problem is some is so strict, you know? It's like, you know, I would never give up. And I would tell any photographer out there, never give up your rights to shoot anything. Yeah, exactly. You know, just like, you know, with my show, I, I learned about protecting my brand. You know, I'm still me. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't do anything that's not me. But right. you got to protect it, and you got to—I mean, because there's people that want a piece of it. You know, I had a guy who basically did absolutely nothing. I self-produce. I'm the only one involved with this, other than Jimmy and Eileen, who bring me guests. Mm-hmm. But the the hands-on is me, and this guy wanted a piece of my show, and I'm like, dude, no. So one, I don't no. make money off of this. Two, if I did, mm-hmm. you wouldn't get none. Right, and, and yeah, he actually quit. A, brand. Yeah, he quit associating with me over it. I'm like, whatever. You know, you weren't a friend to begin with, then. So, right, right. You can never give up your brand. Not, you know. Yeah. And and then you know, then you get pictures out there. Like sometimes you you're taking some as a photographer. Sometimes you shoot some pictures because you know it's good for your career to shoot that person. And those people, some of those people are, you know, they they don't even want to pay for anything. But you know, if you shoot, it's good for your, you know, for your yeah. resume, so to speak. You know, and then, then next thing you know, they put it out there. They don't even give you a photo credit, you know, and I, I don't go for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll tell them you to take it down. You know, I don't care what magazines. It. I mean, I've shot for Billboard. I've shot for so, so many, and they, you know, they always give you credit. But some of them, you know, you get, if I'm doing you a favor, you know, you got to give me credit, you know? Yeah, I mean, it ain't always about it's, money, but it's, you, you need mm-hmm. something. You know? <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, you want to make sure that people know what you picture because that's you know they want you want to know your work. You know you want you got to protect your work. You know, yeah. yeah, exactly. And you know then there's some photographers that go out there and just look for the money shot to sell to TMZ, which is like a tabloid TV show. I would never do anything like that. Yeah, because I shoot a lot of New York City after parties and stuff like that, and I'm with celebrities, and they trust me because they know I'm not going to take a picture. And sell it for fifty grand because they're doing something stupid. That's not my style, you know. Yeah, and you know, trust. Is I a want huge my reputation thing. to be. If you get Billy Hast, you could trust them, you know. Yeah, trust is a huge thing, and I mean, once you lose that, man, that that snowballs. You know, you you couldn't take a picture of the sun. You know, if I never lose your credibility, sell yourself out. It's not that's worth it for for a one shot picture, you know. That's it. You know, that's like I say. That's why when I'm on when I do this when I edit. I don't edit anything out because I look at it this way. If I've said it, I've said it, you know, and everybody knows that. Right. So they know I'm not talking smack about somebody or saying this or that and just trying to hide it. You know, I'm, I'm me, but you know, I, mm-hmm. I behave because I'm grown, <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah, you just protect well, the brand and it works. So. And I used to shoot pictures and, I always loved photography when I was a kid. My father was in um, World War II, and oh, I'm telling you my age now, but um, <laughs> <laughs> he got his first little German bellow camera, you know, 35 millimeter, and he always took pictures. So I always loved taking pictures, and I loved, when I was a kid, I used to make horror movies with an 8 millimeter. We were poor, you know, we lived in the mm-hmm. projects, and you know, up here, and we'd, we'd all go out and shoot horror movies, because I, I love horror, you know? Oh, yeah. So we get, get together as kids in this one wall next to this big old church that we spent the whole summer chiseling away the wall so we could push it over and make it look like it fell on somebody, a monster pushed it on somebody. <laughs> we got in so much trouble. 
And then we had a cat. So we had the one kid in the movie that we put, like, we got chicken skin with fake blood on it and made the cat eat the chicken skin off it. You know, stuff, <laughs> they thought we were all nuts. But, you that know, I used to love art. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, then I started shooting. And then um, later on, uh, for, uh, a singer that was in a boy band in England came to New York to her make it on his own. And we, we met, I met him at an event. And uh, I thought, I'll shoot some pictures for you. And he actually pushed me to uh, actually shoot pictures, you know. And uh, ever since then, you know, I got into it. Now, you know, it's a little more work than fun, but it's still an exciting, exciting thing to do and rewarding. But, you know, your job is not done. It's not like people think you take a picture and that's it. You know, it's the, yeah. it's the editing and stuff like that. And that's where the time consuming is for a photographer. That people think that when they shoot a show, even if they're a tour photographer, you have a lot of work to do when everybody else is partying, you're in your hotel room editing pictures, you know, mm -hmm. Definitely. and everybody, this one wants it here. Like, you know, Eileen would call me and she, you know, that PR queen would call me and she'll say, Oh, I need these pictures by eight o'clock in the morning. You know, <laughs> it's like, kid, wait tonight. You know, but when billboard needs it, you got to put it out there. You know, you didn't yeah. there's time, you know, so you, you, you're not just shooting pictures that's tiring. And then you got to get into the computer and, you know, edit them and make sure they're right. Yeah. A lot of work. It's a lot of work, yeah, but it's well, rewarding. Very rewarding. Well, I know you've shot a boatload of people. My, my question is, is there a white whale out there? Somebody that would just make your career feel complete. If you finally got to shoot them. Hmm. That's, that's, that's a good a, question. Yeah, that's a big question right there. I know Eileen's <laughs> white whale was adamant. Yes, yes. Well, her next one is Billy Idol, and, I, and I'm a big Billy Idol fan. Oh, yeah. And um, he's a big Elvis fan, and uh, I would like to meet him one day. I mean, I've seen him in con, you know shows and stuff mm -hmm. like that, but I'd like to meet him soon. I have an Elvis replica of his belt he wore in um, – to be a satellite, the Hawaiian show, and I'd like to give it to him as a gift. So I'd definitely like to meet him. You know, uh, I think I'm meeting Tom Jones, actually. I think next oh. next year he's he's booked for a show. Oh, that would be amazing. I love Tom Jones. Yeah. So, like, I like, and we're going to get, you know, and we get to stay in the green room and stuff. So that should be fun. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm jealous. I went to see him in Vegas and, uh, there was an old lady still taking their panties off right at the table and throwing them at him. Oh, dude. <laughs> when, when hopefully a long, long time from now, he finally passes, there's going to be a pile of underwear on his casket six feet high. <laughs> it should be. Oh, and man. he came on, I tell you, he was amazing. You know, like the first, so he came on the first song, he came on, and I heard his voice over him. Hmm, is he losing a little bit? After that first song, loosen that vo vocals up. He was amazing. Yeah, and you know, so I'll get to shoot him, which is going to be fun. You know, you you need an assistant during that. Oh yes, ah yes, <laughs> and yeah, if you're here, you'll you'll be with us, no doubt about it. Oh man, that would be. Oh amazing. yeah, you'll be. If you're here and we're doing something like that, you come along. That's not a problem. Oh man, that that would be just amazing. <laughs> And it's, yeah, it's, it's funny, you know, one thing I have learned doing this show, and I never really did it to begin with, but I just kind of thought about it. And as I pay attention, I'm glad that I don't do it. 
is the people I've talked to. You know, everybody's got connections. You know, you you know so many people, and it would be so easy to say, "Man, can you get so and so for me on the show?" And that's uh, to me, that's tacky. You know, I I don't I don't like doing that because it just I, I don't know, it just never seemed right. I am the me. same way as you, but you know what I learned? Eileen mm-hmm. told me always ask because they can always say no, but oh, yeah. it doesn't hurt to ask. You know, or, yeah. because. I used to be, I'm the same way as you are, you know, I, I was the same way. Just like, he goes, just ask. And if they, you know, they can only say no. And I mean, it's always good. Cause she'll ask, like she'll ask, but I mean, so lovable. Like, you know, people just love her to death. Cause she's so real, you know, definitely. And, uh, but, uh, you know, she, you know, she, she just, I always say ask, you know, mm-hmm. I never, I was the same way as you, you know, Yeah, you know, I, but different. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've always looked at it like you know, if they want to be on the show, they'll find me because this this thing has grown so much in just the last six months. I mean, yeah, I heard it's I, doing fantastic. I mean, congratulations! A, a couple of weeks ago, I was up to number thirty nine on the Apple charts. Oh, and nice! I was at nine in Mexico. I'm like, what in the hell? Wow. This is great. And you know, I want to go to Mexico. That's another place I want to visit because I love tequila. <laughs> oh, oh, tequila's the devil. Oh no, I know. When when I was younger, I would take the top off of a fifth of tequila and throw the cap away. Um, I would actually eat the worm. I quit eating. The, yeah, I quit eating the worm the night I was sitting on my couch and my coffee table got <laughs> up, went to the refrigerator and got a beer and came back. Um, yeah, I never ate the worm after that, and uh. <laughs> I I'll do tequila shots and chase it down with Jack and Coke. <laughs> oh, I, I won't tell the story of why I don't drink tequila anymore on the air, but it's an interesting story. <laughs> I won't even, t- I can taste it right now thinking about it. Uh, you um, know, if someone has a bad experience with tequila, they'll never drink again. Oh, yeah. But I like that white tequila. I'm big into the white <laughs> tequila, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I like the worm good. one. That's what I used to drink. That that can that could do damage. Yes, <laughs> indeed. And, uh, and I never and I didn't like to kill. Went to a wedding once, and <laughs> we were at a German restaurant where it was pork belly on. Oh man, pork belly hamburger. You know everything. Oh, yeah. Everything to block the arteries. And yeah. the guy said, "Just drink the killer." And we tried the killer all day long. As long as you don't mix it, it was fantastic. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you make like something anything and that's your ass. <laughs> that's the thing, yeah. You know those margaritas, that's not happening. Yeah. I mean, I'll do one, but you can't get drinking, you know, you drink tequila with some soda, you're all right. You know, some shots. <laughs> yeah. But when you start mixing it, it could be a bad thing. Oh, yeah. We did something called Slammers one night where you got one of the tall shot glasses and you put a towel on the table for padding and you fill it half with tequila and half with Sprite. And you put a piece of cellophane mm. over the top and slam it down on that towel and take the cellophane off. And that Sprite, of course, is going to fizz really big. And you shoot it. Uh, yeah, you don't Get taste out. the tequila at all. Those things are dangerous. Oh, That's man. dangerous. <laughs> I, I put it to you this way. Somebody broke the shot glass, and I rode with my friend to his house to get another one with him and his wife. And uh, Wow. While I was in the back seat, I wanted to tell him really bad that I had to throw up. And as soon as I opened my mouth to say it, I basically did it on the back of his head while he was driving. <laughs> yeah, it gets worse. We we pulled over, and we happened to have pulled over into a church parking lot. 
and they had their sprinkler on. So we went to the hose bib and found the hose and just started pulling the sprinkler across the lawn of a church at one thirty, two o'clock in the morning and hosing off with the church sprinkler and just left it there and went and got the shot glass and went back. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I think I'm going to do about 30 minutes in hell for that one. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, that is so, that's, that's a funny story. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember with going, I mean, we were in L.A. and we were in the hotel. And she picked this hotel and it said clean. I told her, never pick a hotel that says clean. So it was one of those, I could I called it the no-tell motel. Oh, yeah. So we went in there and it was hysterical. Like the bed didn't wasn't flat; had a lump in the middle of it. <laughs> and I'm sitting on the bed and I lean, I my back tightened. I said, "I mean, I can't get off the bed." We were crying, laughing for the whole trip. <laughs> you know, they said there was a pool and there's pretty like koi fish in there, like goldfish. You know? oh, <laughs> damn. Damn. So that's the first time we met, and we we, we met um, Scott Page. You know, and uh, mm-hmm. we go meet him for dinner. He takes us out for dinner. And you know, I said, Eileen, if he tells us he's gonna, if if, we, if he's gonna drive us back to the hotel, tell him to drop us off at the Hilton. We'll walk in until we leave a walk out, get an Uber. <laughs> oh man, we had the most, we had the most funnest time here ever. Oh my, we have a laugh when we travel together. We 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 have so much fun. The whole crew up in LA is a lot of fun. You got to go there too. That's one oh, day. I'm a little different. You probably like New York better than LA. <laughs> you know. Oh man, LA's a different town, you know. But we have had a lot of fun there. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this thing being over where I can travel and meet everybody. Because, oh man, this this is going to be great. I want to go down south, and I want to go to a bar with the wood chips on the floor. Where I went once down south, mm-hmm. it was South Carolina or something. Went to a bar with wood sawdust. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh yeah, we we can fix you up with that. Yeah, that's now, that country music. Yeah, that's I like old country. I don't like the new stuff. Yeah, I like old country. You I know, love old country. You know what they call today the hip hop? I don't like it. No, no, no. Old country's good. Oh yeah, but yeah, we can, <laughs> we can definitely fix you up with some of these bars. Oh, oh yeah. we had some fun. And I remember I went to I don't know where it was in North Carolina. It was somewhere it was very religious. Uh, you know Tammy Faye. Uh, oh yeah, what the hell is it? Tammy Faye. So, Becker. Uh, so I was with her bodyguard, and uh, <laughs> so we're drinking there. And he goes, "Do not mention Tammy Faye because he's very sensitive. About it. <laughs> you know, you don't want to talk about it." So you know, a couple of Jack and Cokes, and me, and they said, "So tell me about Tammy Faye." <laughs> <laughs> and he looked different. Like everybody on South is like, you know, like. You know, they open the door for you and, and like, you know, or say hello. It's like you get so nervous. You think they're going to ride. Like in New York, if someone's real nice to you like that, you're worried about something. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know? Yeah, you think about it. Southern is real Southern hospitality. I loved it. Yeah. You, somebody up in New York, you know, is nice to you. You think Ratso from Midnight Cowboy, you know. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's my take. But I've never been to New York, and I'm wanting to go. I want to go during the Christmas when they light the tree at Rockefeller Center. That was my, beautiful. Christmas my wife New York is, is beautiful on Christmas. My wife has always wanted to go see the tree. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Chris, it's beautiful on Christmas. Yeah. But if you want to come to New York the first time you come in the summer, it's so much more to do, so much to see. Because, you know, New York is beautiful. It's not only the city. New York itself, we got waterfalls. We've got 
farms. We've got New York is beautiful. People think of New York as New York City. New York is amazing. Waterfalls. It's got everything you want. Horseback riding, farms, fresh apple picking. You know, it's a really amazing place to live. Yeah. And I live like 30 minutes. I live in the Yonkers and in Westchester County and like I'm 30 minutes from the city but you know you know here I got deer running around my cousin's with me she's uh, in the midst of a she sold a house and she's living with she goes I don't see I see more animals here in your backyard than I do upstate <laughs> you know yeah. we got like black squirrels we got deer we got raccoons we've got everything we had a coyote running through the yard we had a bear I mean it's like Unbelievable. Yeah, we, we've got about a dozen. And it's 30 minutes from the city. Yeah, we got about a dozen squirrels that live on our back porch because my daughters go out there and feed them. And they, they'll come uh, on the porch all the time. We've got deer that come through the backyard constantly. and I love it. Yeah. Yeah, the squirrels are insane here this year, though. They're uh, eating all the bird feeders. You can do trying to track these birds and make the yard beautiful, and they're eating everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we put out and a black bird. squirrels. You know, we have we actually we actually had blonde squirrels. I never saw one first year. I ever saw like blonde. <laughs> I've never seen one of those. I'm telling you, blonde squirrels. I've never seen them before. Oh, very cool. So that's what you need to be oh, doing right now. Do some wildlife photography. Oh yeah. I used to eat squirrels. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I um, love squirrels. People say you're eating a rat. I said squirrels great. <laughs> hey, squirrels a rat with a job. It works. Exactly. Oh yeah, it's a respectable I've eaten one. Bear meat. If bear meat, I've had all kinds of stuff. If you, oh, you, I said, if you if you kill it and eat it, I have no problem with that. You yeah, know exactly. Hell, I killed a rattlesnake about nine years ago when we moved our we moved into our house in Thompson, and mm. you know I cut its head off and called my buddy at the fire station. He said, "Bring it up. I want the skin." So. I took it up there. We cleaned it. I gave him the skin. I kept the meat. <laughs> How is it? What does it taste like? It, it's Don't a, tell me chicken. It's what they call a blank palate. It tastes like whatever you cook it with. It's, it's like oh, chicken. okay. Yeah, basically like chicken does, you know, where you can cook chicken mm-hmm. with peach sauce. It tastes like peach chicken and rattlesnakes the same way. I love alligator. That's oh, yeah. one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Definitely. There That's was a place, um, a friend of mine was telling me about the other night that was starting to do alligator nuggets up here. So I want to try oh, those. Nice. I went to New Orleans one time at three days. I did alligator every which way I imagined. Oh, man. And I described that as like a shrimp in the chicken mixture. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to piss off all the animal lovers. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, the show's called Smoked Meat. I think we're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had somebody try and book. They, they called me and wanted to book a person that had a cooking show on YouTube on, with me. So I'm like, that's awesome. Hell yeah. And I got to watching the show, and they were vegans. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. If I called the guy who, who wanted to be on the show. He'd give me his number. And I said, man, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll have you on the show. It's not a problem. I'm, I'm happy to do it. I said, do you know what mm-hmm. my show is? He's like, no, what, what's the name of it? I said, smoked meat. And he said, thank you so much for calling me. I was like, I figured that much, but that, no problem. <laughs> I got a friend of mine I grew up with. That's what he sells, all kinds of smoked meat and jerk 
chick uh, jerk, uh, with that jerk, yeah, jerky. Uh, jerky and stuff yeah. like that, and all wild, all different kinds of exotic meats and stuff like yeah, that. I've, I've got about 15 pounds of jerky marinating in the um, refrigerator right now. I'm going to put it on in the morning. Oh, that's good. Yep. Oh, um, we're going to have fun when you come to New York. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. We're going to be hanging with celebrities, watching shows, and then doing a nice southern barbecue during the day. Hey, that works for me, maybe, man. Maybe with a little tequila. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring up some bourbon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have, have, we had uh, we had C.C. Pentington. You know Pentington? Yeah, she's, she's, she's been on the show. She is awesome. I love C.C. She is the most nice. First time I met. It's like you meet somebody the first time, and you know, like you get a, you just click, and you're like you knew them for years. That's kind of when she is. Yeah. And uh, she came over to my house, uh she was on tour and she said, come on, I'm going to cook for you because she loved eating so I said, cook for her and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. She had so much fun at her house that she said, I'm going to miss the plane. I'm going to go in the morning. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we had so much fun. And Randy Jones for the village, he was another guy that's a fun guy. Too. I want to interview him. Somebody was telling me that they had a connection to him and I can't remember who it was. And it's driving me insane because I want to interview him. Yeah, we can get him. I need to get him for you. I can get him for you. That's no problem. Oh, that would be amazing. I mean, he's in Florida now. It would be perfect for him, you know? Yeah, that, that would yeah, be Yeah, get amazing. him on. He, I'm tell you, he's an amazing interview. Very amazing. Cool. He's so knowledgeable about things. And, and, very, uh, very cool. You know? Oh, you would love him. He'll never stop talking, though, but he'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> hey. It's... But he's amazing, and he's so interesting to listen to, listen to you know? Yeah. Very, very and, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You definitely can get him. We definitely get him on. He'd be great. Yeah. I would love And now he's in that. Florida because he, you know, trying to, he wants to come back to New York. He misses it. You know, he's just hanging out. And... Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, it's funny. That's, that's one thing that I've, I've always known about a true New Yorker is they may leave, but they never stop missing it. They never stop being a New Yorker. And, uh, yeah, I've been all over the world. I've been, you know, different countries. I just, I just love New York. I don't, I just can't, you know. Yeah. Because you know, we have everything here. You know, if I want to go in the country, you go. You go to the country. You want to go to the beach. You go to. You got everything here. You know. Yeah. You got. To, I'm not too keen of the winters anymore because I hate the snow now. Unless I'm home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I despise the snow. The snow bothers me. So that's the only problem about New York is the snow. Yeah. And last year we were lucky we didn't have hardly anything, but next year we're gonna have like uh, this year I think it's gonna be bad. Yeah, you know, you know it's not like Buffalo, New York. They have ten feet of snow, <laughs> yeah, and nobody misses school. In, but in, in New York, you know, in July, but yeah, the, yeah. The first true, about New York. true New Yorker I ever met was when I was about fifteen, and my brother drove a truck, and him and his partner came through where we lived at one night and called me and my mom and said, y'all come up to the truck stop and eat with us. Mm-hmm. So we did. And this guy was, I mean, he sounded like he had been in Brooklyn yesterday. I mean, he had mm-hmm. the total New York accent. I mean, he was thick with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we got up to leave, he put a $50 bill on top of the water glass and flipped it over real fast. And uh, we're <laughs> there paying and you know where this is going. And we were up there paying, mm-hmm. and uh, the waitress saw that, and she just, you know, didn't think, picked up the water glass. Water went everywhere. And she looked at him and started to say something. He looked up and said, shut up, you fucking got paid for it. 
and she just started oh cackling. My God. It was so funny. She thought about it and just started rolling like, yep, I did. <laughs> oh that was, that was so beautiful. I'm like, that is so... I need to go to New York. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. You definitely got to come on out, definitely. Yeah, that, that was beautiful. I can't wait to watch my Yankees play tonight. Yankees in the playoffs. Oh, man, so are the Braves. <laughs> I know. I hope we meet you in the playoffs. Oh, man. <laughs> Are the Yankees doing the thing like the Braves are with the cutouts in the stands? Yeah, they're doing all that, yeah. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is, man, that is so cheesy. But I understand. I know, I know, it's really oh, Gotta love you it. You know, it's, everything's different. They're trying to make the best they can, like football too, you know? Yep. Yep, Fun definitely. crazy. I watched the UFC fight the other night. Um, that it was these two women fighting, and there was nobody in there watching them fight, just the crew and everybody. That was so strange. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was just weird, but it was a good fight. But yeah, oh my God. we we got a call before it was over, so I never did find out who won. It was Holly Holm and somebody. <laughs> so, but oh, oh yeah. Oh man, well Billy, I tell you, dude, I've had a ball. You know, you're welcome on here anytime. I don't care oh, what yeah, it's for or when. Come on again. Yeah, we yeah. should actually do a live. We should do a podcast when you come to New York too, backstage or something like that. You know, definitely. You know, I'm about to start a video channel, and uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, Ron and Jim, um and uh, Jimmy have kind of inspired me, so yeah, I want to start doing a video channel. I'm not going to be live at first, but once I start getting right. into the swing of it, and get my feet good and wet, I'm going to start doing them live also. Yeah, it's. it's it's better even when you can – it's better like Mickey Burns does it, and then you, it's better to do it not live, you know, and you can always – because you can do so much, and, then, you, know, you know, I think that's even better I, to do that, you know, still live. Because yeah. then you can edit a little here and there, and you know, and uh, if you have to, if not, but it's, you know, you can do more without so much, you know, where you know you have to do it every time, you know. It's a little tougher, you know. Yeah. A little more – a lot of commitment, you know. Oh, yeah. But definitely video. People like to watch, listen, and meet the people and, and get a video on, you know, backstage because people love all that stuff too, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, we would definitely do it, my friend. And like I say, I appreciate right, it. I definitely. want everybody to go to your website, tell everybody what it is. It's uh, BillyHess.com. And uh, take a look at my stuff. I got uh, Instagram at BillyHessPhotos, BillyHess Photography on Facebook. And, uh, Friend me, like some pictures, and uh, you know, hopefully, if you see, we meet up and say hi one day, you know. Outstanding, outstanding. Say hello. 